Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Roundtable Podcast. It is November 28th, Sunday. I won't say it, Joe, but it might be a happy Thanksgiving episode. That you makes thought, sense, though. You thought I was going to say something else. Spooky times? A little Halloween episode? Shut the fuck up. Uh, November 28th, we got we got a special guest. I think Joe's going to mute me. Mute me. Mute me. Joe's going to mute me. We got a special guest. Jack. What's going on? What's going on? Miles' brother. Um, That's true. Bing bong. Yep. So we have uh, fully loaded at the RTP HQ. Uh, the typical three takes per. We're going to limit a timer, though, for... Usually we should do five, but I think today we should do three because there's four people. Like, five might work with three people, but then you add Jack and three more takes. I think we should go three per. you got to get your take in and out, and that's fastest on me. Like, yeah, I mean, you got to... I'll do it. Fuck I up. got it. So three minutes per take. I will keep a timer. Um, I guess we'll start with me and go counterclockwise per usual. That's been the, the rotation, but everything is the same. We have a little bit of updated buttons. Joe has added some sounds. Do you want to run through them before we get oh, going? Oh, no. Or? We'll be surprised. Okay. We don't even get to them all today. We probably won't, try. actually, because I don't think we're going to get back to the little cam. that, But, you know, we'll see. Um, my first take. Are we going I'm, the uh, same way? Yeah. yeah. We're all going, okay. When the hosts aren't listening. Yep, heard. <laughs> I'm going to go. So I have, I have football, basketball, and then semi-related to football, but outside of sports, kind of. You'll see. You're not doing great with getting your takes in and out quick. Yeah, right? This is the start. I'm doing it, but I'm letting you know how they're going to go. So I'm going to start with football. Um, timer. I'm getting the timer. I'm pulling it up. Starting now. Okay. The Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. Oh. Whoa. I'm, I'm kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. Don't Hold give me on. the boo yet. Don't give me the boo yet. Wow. It Hold was a on. joke. The Patriots are going to be... What do you mean by that? The Patriots are going to be in contention for the Super Bowl. The way they have played, I think they are... They are a top three, top five favorite, and they should be looked at in the same breath as the Chiefs, the Bucks. The Chiefs usually, the Chiefs this year have obviously been suspect, but in the same running as the Chiefs, the Bucks, um, the Rams, you want to put them in it. Teams like that, high Packers, upper echelon teams, that when you think of Super Bowl, you think they're going to be there in February. And the Patriots deserve to be in that category. Their defense has been staunch. They are number one in points. Although they've allowed an average of 10 points per game during their winning streak, and they've scored 34 points per game during their winning streak. They are on a five-game win streak. Today they play the shorthanded Titans, and they probably should win, though nothing's guaranteed. Every Sunday is every Sunday. I feel strong about their chances, though. I think I feel secure in my takes, and they are top three to five. Five will be a little safer. I'll say top five, because you got to include a bunch of other teams. They are top five, in my opinion, to win the Super Bowl, which... If you go back to week three, week four would not have been the case. But now, I think they've turned it around. McDaniels has found a little bit of a groove. Um, he's allowing Mac to air it out a bit. I think they're okay. I think they can do this. But it is not over yet by any means. That's my take. Um, I guess I just... Uh, you got a minute 26 to weigh in. <laughs> Their ceiling is the AFC Championship game. Really? So I'm not getting a... We got to give coins. Oh, everyone... That's fine at the end. That's fine. Jack, what were you about to say? I was going to say, um, I guess they'll really prove it to us today in the next like few weeks. You know, you got the Colts and the Bills see, I don't still, see today because you got a cupcake game against... Not a cupcake ooh, game, but you've Rables got I don't stuff. Th- yeah, I think for Abel's really though, Even if, like, what do we today? know for sure the if they defense win this game? Is healthy. Their defense is healthy. Their offense is going to be dog shit, but their Great. defense is so, healthy. But, like, 
Can like can can the offense perform against a good Titans defense? Right, but like we aren't going to get the answer to the question of how good are the Patriots actually are. I'm oh, interested. You're not playing the Titans at their peak. I'm, I'm interested to see how Mac Jones plays these sure. these big games because all year the 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 uh, knock and in on the him. Cold. Yeah, and in the cold. The knock on him has been that uh, he hasn't like had any big moments yet right like the whole like comparison to now in 2001 is brady had all these comeback moments and all these special moments and mac hasn't had any of those yet but i i think this is like the time this stretch here where we'll really find out if they're like for real for real i think it's a good way to wrap that up and we were within the three minute time frame Solid. 10 seconds left right. so we're gonna go around coins or booze I'm saying no. All right, so Joe, put in your boo. Well, I was gonna say we could just do one sound for everybody. Well, no, because if you were boo, then well, then I actually think I got rid of the boo. Did you? So I mean, you, oh no, I didn't. I do not like the sound of that. There Thank you. Go. We still have a boo. boo. Is that around the uh, table? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably yeah. Everybody I, booing you? Yeah. Everyone's booing oh, me for top every, five. Everyone's I'll booing you. You didn't you say that. You just got caught as official. My take was their top five. You just got caught. You just got caught as a fish. My take was their top five in the NFL. Right, no, no, you said that was. You said it was top five. Yeah, your take was that. they, they said, go to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The whole time I was thinking. You that said Super. No, you said they are gonna. They are a Super Bowl contender, and I don't agree with. That. And then you started to uh, back, then you describe. Yeah, top five in the league is yeah. different than a Super Bowl contender. I like, said top I guess, five, but that's Super Bowl contender. You also said they should be compared in the same breath as the Bucks, the Packers, which I fundamentally disagree with because they're all top five. That's what I agree with. So top I five. will take I will take the boo there, just top five. All right, so boo for everyone. All right, fine. Dude, yeah, that's iffy. I'm fine, fine. All right, genius walks controversial. Along. Genius Finally, walks along. controversy. Hey, look at that's fine because I'll take that because that's that's close to my fucking my take on how they're gonna win the division. Which honestly, whoo, that's looks spicy. All right, Miles, what you got? All right, three minutes starts now. Cool. All right, Zach. Funny that you went in that direction because uh, that's gonna be my first take as well. Just we're gonna flip that and we're gonna go. Heavy on the actual Super Bowl. Oh. Packers are winning it all. Packers really? are Ooh, winning okay. it okay. all. Okay. Defense is heavily, heavily underrated, and I think they continue to get better. Statistically, they're top 10 in a lot of uh, their stats. I have some for you real quick. They're uh, sixth in total points, to- like scored uh, on defense. They're fifth in points per game with 19.5 they give up. 14th rush defense, and they're eighth in the pass. And I think they're just going to run the table in the next six games. They play the Bears. They play the Rams today. They play the Bears uh, next week. Then they have... Are they home against the Rams? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, they are. Oh, they oh, are. Oh, yeah, they are okay. today. They're in Lambeau at 420, folks. Get ready. That's going to be a hot one. I think they're just going to run it. They is play it, the is Vikings. it hot or is it cold? Probably it's a little chilly. Probably I think be it's going to be cold one. Uh, probably chilly. Okay. Just just, I, I think the last time I saw I'm just going to say 35, 40 degrees. Okay. Just that, that feels but, cold. But, uh, yeah, they're going to play the Vikings again. That was a good game last week. But, fuck, Rodgers tore it up. He had, like, a 140 rating, I think, four touchdowns, no intos, 300-plus yards, all that jazz. But I think they're legit. I think Aaron Rodgers is legit this year, and he's a serious threat. Devontae Adams, if he can continue to stay healthy. Um Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, the entire like system that they have, and I think Matt Lafleur is, uh, you know, he's a serious fucking problem as a head coach, especially as an offensive threat, and he knows what he's doing. And I think Aaron Rodgers and him have a pretty solid connection. And I think they're going to do it. And I think they are the number one team in the NFC, and I think they're going to show that uh, this week, and I think they're going to show it today because the Rams haven't beat a good team since the Bucks week three. That was their Super Bowl. If you you can look at all the teams, they're all I think below five hundred that they've beaten up to this point since the Bucks. That's all I'll say though. 
I think the the Packers are going to shock a lot of people today, and they're going to crush the Rams. That's what's what what's the take that they're going to win the Super they're Bowl. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I think they're the, I think they're the number one team in the NFC, and I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> You're going to hit Boo right away. <laughs> he's booing him. Yeah, he's booing him. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree. See, that one's tough for me because like I don't see any AFC I think, team that can hang. With I don't. Them. I forgot to include the Bills in my take. By the way, they're also team? top five. Yeah, I don't think there's a clear cut. I don't think. I mean, I don't think the Super Bowl winner is gonna be from the AFC. I don't think there's a clear cut. I think it's number one in the AFC right now. And I would, and I would agree that the Packers are probably a team to beat right now. Like the fact that, like Zach obviously mentioned that the the Patriots are top five. Yeah, currently, if they win today, I'm pretty sure they're number one in the AFC. They're number one in the AFC. So yeah, they technically, statistically, yeah, they're top five because they're number. They're top two. They're the first team. I'll give you a begrudging coin for this. I just, I think that it's like, dude. It's, I think I think the Packers are the team to beat right now, so I'm not going to say they won't be, win. But I don't think win. That's what I think. I, I just don't know who in the NFC like that they're going to because I think the Rams Bucks. had like that. Bucks, yeah, I was going to say. They can, I don't know. They, they, we'll won't, they won't. The Bucks defense isn't what it was last year though. They'll get healthy though. Sean bad Murphy Bunting will come back. He's not. Bad he's not toast for the year. Sean Murphy Bunting will come back. Jamel Dean will get healthy. That's three minutes. Um, yeah, it is. But ah, dude, <laughs> is, I'm, I'm missing someone. Sean Murphy Bunting, Jamel Dean. Carlton Davis will get healthy. They'll be fine. They have Antoine Winfield still, they, unless he's out. They'll be sure, but the Bucks will get healthy by the end of the season. They'll be fine. I don't know, man. All right, all right. We'll see. Um, so everyone's gonna give the corner and boo. I gave boo. I gave boo. All right, boo. two boos yeah. and, yeah. and a, a half a coin. <laughs> <laughs> two boos and a half a coin. I'll take that. Let's and go, boys. All so right. Jack, your three minutes Jack starts now. Uh, I guess I'll inaugural take. I'll stay on the trend of uh, football. I do have a couple basketball takes, but I'll, I'll we'll get there. That. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you say that there's nobody in the AFC yeah, I, that can come out and win the Super Bowl, and I think that a lot of people are sleeping on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are everything people believe the Patriots are. <laughs> this might be a little bit of a time for... Are the Chiefs back? <laughs> That's all. Their this defense. Was also, this was also my first take. Really? Yeah. Their the defense. Number one. The is Chiefs' elite. demise is greatly exaggerated. It's time to to give a little respect to their defense now. Oh, geez. Their last three games, <laughs> they all hold. Right, bump, bump this timer to like five minutes. I'll just piggyback. They hold Green Bay to seven points without Aaron Rodgers. That is fair. Jordan Love was clearly not ready for that game, but they held him to seven nonetheless. They held Las Vegas to fourteen points the next week. Dallas's vaunted defense just gave up 33 points to that same Las Vegas team. Vaunted, but that's that's a good point. And then the next week, this is three weeks. This is three weeks in a row. This isn't separated across the entire season. This is three weeks in a row. Dallas, nine points they held Dallas to. Dallas is a very good offense. CD was concussed, got concussed that game, and Amari Cooper was in COVID protocol. And last but not least, and the most obvious point. To this take is that Patrick Mahomes and that offense is not at its best right now, and they know that. Will they ever be? Yes, absolutely. All right, this they is will this figure is, it this out. This is the part that I want to jump up, jump in on. You got two minutes and nine seconds. Their offense, like <coughs> the shit talking about their offense, was so so overrated. 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 They are first off scored thirty three points, thirty five points, twenty four points. 42 points, 20 points, 31 points. One really bad game against Tennessee where they scored three points. 20 points against the Giants. A rough game in Green Bay against an elite defense, though. They scored 13, and they they won. 41 against Vegas. They beat Green Bay? Yes. 
Without Rodgers, though. Oh, right, right. Okay, right. That's what I was... And then yeah. the, the 19 points against Dallas. Like, they're, they're still a really good offense. Like, it's like they're still top 10 in, like, every offensive category, it's, even with their hiccup in the middle of the season. My it's, issue was never their offense. It was always their defense. Yeah, and now also, it's, it's turning its head. That's Mark, what I'm trying uh, to... Melvin, Melvin Ingram <laughs> has been a huge addition to that defensive yeah. line. Whereas number Chris, 24, by the way, as a linebacker, that's pretty cool. Really Chris, so Chris Jones is playing well again, so they're they're actually getting yes. some pressure. So I Tw- think like I'm, you said, it's under 20 points a game in their last four games. I'm pretty sure that because of the addition of Melvin Ingram, they were able to move Chris Jones back into the inside, which is where he's at his best. And they yeah, had him on they the had defensive him the end edge, yeah. all season long, and it just wasn't the right fit. Everybody pointed it out, and they would never change it. And I think now they have the chance to and I think they're capitalizing on that defensively yeah they really wanted to have that edge presence but also offensively even like not at their best lately they've been a lot better they've been using a lot more of the motions that they've been known for um a lot more play action they're like started re- going back to that like that play action toss where they like Mahomes like turns pretends the toss and then bootlegs out the other way and it puts defenders in so much conflict where like you would there's there's a couple play there was a, at least one or two plays against the um in Vegas where you had like Tyreek on a deep cross, but then you had somebody else coming over a drag. You had an orbit motion coming around from the back. And it's like you had three guys motioning and running across to one side of the field with like one defender there to cover it. And he's like, I, what the fuck do I do? (laughs) And like everybody was open and they scored a touchdown. To wrap it up though, pretty much my take is the Chiefs are the ones that are coming out of the AFC and that they are, they are the team that everybody thinks that the Patriots are. This underdog story of like, oh, they looked bad, but now they're on their way back up. Like, you know, everybody kind of buy underdog, but that's because also because I didn't think they were that bad to begin with. Like, I that's thought fair. I had said because because I had said whack like four or five weeks ago that it was like someone was like, oh, I'm going to make the playoffs like they're going to win their division. Watch. Yeah, they'll still they're fine. See, this but, is my this is uh, I will, <coughs> I'm giving them <coughs> the only thing that I'm going to counter with the uh, the Chiefs game in the versus the Packers is they also only gave up 13 points. The Packers. Yeah, that's a really good defense. Though. So but that's my OK, but. But right. we so face that offense. And I know they face a good when they defense. have a good offense, like when they have a full 100% offense, I feel like it's different. And when everyone talks about the quarterback being the most important position, probably out of any sport, and then you throw in some guy that's MVP consideration, he won the MVP last year. Like, he, I mean, what are we talking about? So that's, that's all. I think it would be different if they meant the Super Bowl, sure. And sure, I'll give you that. I think I'll give him a coin. I think that, like, the. They probably will because they're, yeah, I think that they're going to be probably the team Fuck because exactly. they are. They're probably going to come out of the AFC. Wow. I think it'll probably come down. We should have had only one. You know what's going to suck is it's going to be a, uh, wow. <laughs> wow. They're going to be a, uh, it's, it'll probably be a showdown against the Patriots in the AFC conference. Joe, you, ooh, coin? No, I, I'll give him another coin. So I mean, I already hit it, but I'll hit it again. Oh. Yeah, no, I mean, even if you think about that Green Bay game, like, yeah, they didn't score a ton of points, but the, the weather during that game was nuts. It was cold. It was super windy. Like, weather is the great equalizer. Sounds like when they're having play. a little... Uh, they little might little. not be actually better than Green Bay because if Green Bay had Rodgers, Green Bay probably wins Green that Bay game running away. Because yeah. Rodgers is used to those elements more, but you never know. It was... Rogers they played well, and they won, a, they, they won a hard-fought game. Also, so, I think, just to wrap it up, um, I think... Uh, I can't call it Arrowhead because it's not Arrowhead anymore. It is Arrowhead. Is it? it? Is. I thought it's it was like Jihad like stadium or something like I that. It's still Arrowhead. Joe, can you, can you, Either way, I think that's a big factor in the playoffs too. If they're able to somehow sneak. Like, it's uh yeah, Jihad, uh, G-E-H-A field at Arrowhead Stadium. Okay. All right. Well, 
Just say Arrowhead. Yeah. All right. Similar to how we had this conversation offline about the garden changing names. As long as the garden's in the name, it's fine. Right. Right. It's still at Arrowhead, so it's fine. Yeah. So is this now my take? Because Joe, you piggybacked on Chiefs, or I guess so. We'll do that. You also believe the Chiefs' demise was overrated. I believe that. So my my take was that the Chiefs' demise is overrated, and they are. They're probably the top team in the AFC to be concerned about. I want to. I'm going to give you a half coin because their demise was overrated, but I don't think they're the top team in the AFC. So I I'm not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl because anything can happen. But half they're, coin. they're the top team in the AFC right now. That's the team I'm most worried about if I'm an AFC team. Half coin. My next take is the Celtics. Nice. Let's. We don't go. know. I've been. I've been te- teasing all week. Is it negative? Is it positive? I've been a little, a little uh, icy on Twitter. A little, a little built up. I still believe they'll be fine. I still believe they'll be fine. Tatum and Brown cannot play this bad all year, and that is in, that is in both ways. As in, they cannot like it won't happen, and cannot as in if the if the Patriots, if the Celtics want to succeed, it cannot happen. One way or another, they the the, the year relies on Tatum and Brown as much as we don't want to say it. Like everyone wants to bring in Ime, and Ime has had a lot of struggles, and I know Miles is out on Ime. Um, I, I have miss Brad, man. I have my struggles with Ime. I think he a lot of part a uh, big part of coaching is having having a command of the game and knowing the flow of it and how it's going. And I think taking out Cantor and Grant at the end of that Spurs game was not the right decision, especially after bringing in Horford and Schroeder, especially after Smart had already had seven plus dimes. He was running the offense fine. He then had Schroeder come in, slow down the pace, uh, and like just completely dominated the ball. I didn't agree with that. But on the flip side, well, I want to get mad at Emei for that. You go back and look. Tatum Brown only took one shot each, but they didn't score in the fourth quarter. Taking one shot each is within itself an issue, I am aware. But, but the quintessential thing there, the conundrum, is that they will not win if Tatum and Brown are not playing like Tatum and Brown. That is it. They can have the improved bench all they want. They can have Emei being good, or they can have Emei being bad. It does not matter. If you're if Jason Tatum is not playing like the top 10 player he is and Jalen Brown is not playing like the top 20, top 15 player he is, you are not going to win shit. I don't care if Brad's the coach. I don't care if Emei's the coach. I don't care if fucking... Phil Jackson, baby. I don't care if... I don't care if fucking... Greg Popovich. <laughs> Who are you thinking Yeah, of? fine. We'll go Popovich. Steve Kerr, baby. I was going to think yeah, like Steve real far Kerr. back. I was going to say red, but like... I, I mean, don't care if... I was going to keep trying to keep it Celtics. How much, how, much of, how much of that, though, is it sure. like if Emei just isn't like... That's part of that's on the coach, right? Like Some of that, you don't li- want players to go a- like AWOL and just take oh and like do whatever the fuck they want. But like no, no, part but of it is like Ime's gotta like draw up shit for them. But even in the even in the stretches of like just Indy missing Delnay, just bro. missing shots. Like, yeah, you have to draw up shit for them, but if he draws up shit and you're not hitting it, that's still on Tatum and Brown. Like Can I like right, but one shot attempt in the fourth quarter, I would argue I'm saying, is no, that, also a lot on Ime. No, that that's that's an issue too, because he has to be able to tell Schroeder stop dominating the ball, like make sure you find Tatum and Brown. But then I have a very love hate relationship with that man. But the yeah. fact is that Tatum and I forgot to put the timer. Fuck. It's okay. uh, that's right. You were never gonna be able to stay Tatum, Tatum and Brown. I'll do it next time. Tatum and Brown have to play like themselves. That is my they'll the Celtics will be fine, presuming Tatum and Brown play like themselves in the latter half of the year. Okay. That's my take. Can I just say I, I just need to get this out of the way Go because ahead. I see it. All the time on Twitter now, after these losses, I get that like Ime hasn't been like the best coach, but like all this like, and I'm I'm gonna pull out a little Felger here. I know I've been <laughs> compared to now? Felger. Um, is this your I, t- is this your take or are you just is this no? Just, this is okay, okay. I'm just piggybacking off of you and also 
this whole like Eme hate stuff and like oh we want Brad back we, and uh, bleh, like yeah. this is this is why like this is why Brad should have stayed blah 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 he didn't he didn't want to be here he he left he wasn't fired he wasn't he wasn't kicked out of town he's the GM now because he wanted to be there he didn't want to coach this team anymore guys he was just tired of coaching in general he like said it. Celtics fans out there that are crying out. <laughs> You hear for, that caller for Brad Stevens to come back. He didn't want to be here. He oh, didn't. This is Felger. I'm getting. I'm getting triggered by listening to this. You he, are Felger. He didn't want to be here. You're not, he's not wrong though. Can Brad, I? Can I knock on this caller? Jimmy <laughs> released the hounds. Caller. He didn't want to be here. Caller. He didn't want to be here. No, the issue. I oh, agree God. with that. Is that I loved Brad. I was pro Brad. I wanted Brad to stay. I just want to clown all the Celtics fans that were like, "Fire Brad!" Yeah, Brad was Brad. never the issue. Like, I know he was never the problem. That's my, that's my problem, though, is people are like, "Oh, no, you I mean, guys wanted him, he, but he didn't I, want to be here." I like to. So that's an independent case for me. I like to shit on Celtics fans and like, because I'm like, you wanted Brad gone anyway, whether Brad wanted. To yeah, be like, like if they wanted, wanted him gone. gone, like now's the time to fucking dance on their graves. Yeah, that's but, fair. But Brad, like Brad himself, yeah, you're not wrong. He, if he wanted to stay, they would have. Yeah, could've said, he, no, he could have said no. I'd rather coach, and, right. and then they would have found a new president. But also, of basketball like operations. But he said he's the president of basketball operations for like one of the most storied franchises in NBA history is a. Fucking dope job, and he also said and that I was, he'll, he'll kill it, so he, it's yeah. fine. He already, he already also said that I was tired of coaching. the The bubble took a toll on me. Right. I want to be with my family more. I've missed a lot of my sons growing up, my daughters growing up. Like I just want to be around my family more. And yeah. President Basketball Operations allows you to do that because you're not on the sidelines every game. Right. You can watch from home. You can pop it whenever you want to. Brad does go to the games. He doesn't sit where Danny used to sit. Which at, sucks. He Jack asked Gary Washburn. He said, Gary, where the fuck does Brad sit? He's like, Brad hides, but Brad's yeah, he's, there. Yeah, he's hidden. It, which is so Brad. It's so Brad. It's but so Brad. I was looking. When I was there, I was looking around. I was like, can I see he's him in the press box? box. I was yeah, like, trying, trying to find him in a box. Say. He's probably trying to find him in a private Brad suite. Be, I couldn't I mean, see him. Uh, Danny used to be right down there with the fucking heart of the fans. But, I know. I wish Brad did that so badly. He's like coaching from the sidelines That'd be so sick. Just giving email little pointers. Hey. Hey. Don't be an asshole. Hey, he, maybe he's on the bench going like, "Hey, hey, put, put this guy back in." Hey, maybe, maybe keep, maybe keep, keep Cantor. Cantor in. Yeah, maybe keep, keep Freedom can- in. Yeah, Ugh. keep, yeah, keep Ennis Freedom in. Um, if you so, haven't heard, did we say that yet? If you haven't heard, Ennis Cantor is now Ennis Freedom. I'm yeah, sure it'll be. Cantor changed his name, literally, legally changed his last name. While we were starting to record. Yeah. So anyway, uh, to not drag this on too long, my take is the Celtics will be fine, presuming Tatum and Brown figure themselves out and play like themselves, because the rest of the team is fine as is and. Udoka is um, not the total problem. Yeah, I, I'll. I'm yeah. giving a coin. Yeah, I'll give it a coin. Miles, I don't know. I didn't listen. <laughs> no, I'll give it a coin. Okay. I did. I was just saying. I was just trying to think of my second take. I just don't know. Right. Fire from the hip. I'm yeah. Miles take. Um, here's this wild wacky take. God, I swear to God, if you, I swear to God, if the Callahan brothers steal all my takes today, I'm gonna lose right, my so mind. It's gonna be on the Celtics as well. So all right, we're good. We're good. We're safe. No, you're good. You're good. So uh, it's with the Celtics. Um, I think I'm that. I have like a two-parter. Okay. Oh, I should start three-minute timer. Yeah. Or we're gonna do. Do you want to do this round? Because I didn't do three minutes. You want to do this minute? This round, no three three minute. And then it doesn't. It doesn't. Dude, just put three minutes. Just bro. Whatever. <laughs> you just it's fucked a, up. It's more of a guideline than anything else. We're, Anyways, we're only at like twenty-five minutes. Okay. Two-parter. Uh, when Dennis Schroeder heads to the bench, he's gonna be much, much more like consistent and like effective. Because I think that obviously he had this little nice like spurt. What? Okay. He had this amazing, like, spurt of games, obviously. And now I feel like, especially after last game, they tried doing way too much, giving it to him and, like, feeding him the ball. And his canter when he's on, not as, you said, you said Schroeder, right? <laughs> Schroeder, yeah. Schroeder when he's on the bench and he's good again. Yeah, like, 
He's I, been the, good. I, he's been, he, good. He's been good. That's why so I'm not, much, so many not, fucking turnovers. I'm not saying he's been bad because he hasn't been. I just think that he is. His role is better suited when he's going to be the number one guy coming off the bench. And I think like we had a talk, a discussion about the secondary scoring, and I think he is the perfect secondary scorer for the Celtics. And he's shown that with his 30 point games, his 29 point, like all this shit that he's proven. I'm in. I'm all in. So I think that right that goes. So I. I think that he's going to be a lot better. The only thing is we have to get healthy, which I understand the Celtics have so many fucking problems with, specifically Rob Williams. Fucking figure it out. You pay for mache, motherfucker. You tall. He has the flu. He has the flu right now. I won't. I won't so whatever. Anyways. It's like, so much pain. It's, so anyways, I'm getting away from that. Uh, so my, my crazy part, my second part of this is uh, give me De'Aaron Fox. How do you think you're going to pull De'Aaron Fox out of Sacramento? It's going to cost you Jalen. It's going to cost exactly. you Tatum. Exactly. It's going to cost you JB or Tatum. You want to give those two? You're not getting it's gonna them. It's going to cost you Marcus. They're going to go. Uh, Fox is better than Marcus. Uh, you're going yeah, to have to no, give, you're no. gonna have to give Marcus. You're going to have to give Rob. And you're going to have to give like multiple firsts. Yeah, dude. Fox it's going to take that so package. much more. Fox you don't is top three young point guard. You're not going to get Fox for anything other than Brown. They're going to pull the... All right, you want him to give me Brown. Yeah. They're gonna, or they're gonna want Rob and Smart, and they're gonna want to deplete your team. And then I'm not doing it. I'm not. They don't. Up. They don't want to trade De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons, by the way. So. And Ben Simmons. Uh, Do you think they take Smart Simmons over? That's different. what I was gonna say. That's a different situation entirely. Okay, I was also just I just saw something on some goofy ass website that said Tier Fox was a trade target. <laughs> He'd be a great trade target, but he's not. It would be a good trade target, well, hey, but I don't know. This. It was it's him, Dejounte Murray, John Collins, Dejounte Murray, and you don't think they're gonna ask for a fuck ton? They're gonna ask Dejounte for some, Murray and him it, are different. I don't, that much different. different. Yeah, different. I don't think so. I think it takes different different contract, different situations. Yeah, Sacramento knows they're trying to win right now. Deontay Murray, yeah. Sacramento's trying to win right now. They're like they want to. They don't want to suck. San Antonio they just fucking fired Luke Walton. What about that? Screams we're trying to win now. Luke Walton blows. That's yeah. my point. And what are they going to do? You think gonna, the interim's going to be any better? Hopefully. Alvin I don't Gentry, know. I would hope so. Is it and Alvin Gentry? How that yeah. well, going? How that going in New Orleans? I don't know. Got Bagley, that wasn't his finally fault. got Bagley playing. Point being, I don't... Fine. Winning now it's might be painful, strong. I was, They're trying I was to get rid of Marvin that. Bagley. That winning, doesn't help them winning. They're trying to fucking... They don't have anything else They want to win now more than San Antonio. Buddy Heald's good, but he's nothing fucking better than a third piece, and you're not going to do anything in the fucking playoffs unless they actually he's better start than, pieces Buddy Heald is, any, is better think, than anybody on the Spurs in terms of being a starting piece I think besides Zach, Murray. I think Zach is spot on when he says that the... I like... The we should have Jack on more often. Jack thinks I'm right. The Kings, the Kings want to win more than the Spurs. They I don't think I don't think the Spurs to. give a fuck right now, dude. They don't. Greg is, uh, pops out of here after this season, so pops like, out this John in a couple of years. And like, I think it's the same thing. Then I think because I don't think either team's trying to win right now. But either way, my main take is the Dennis Schroeder thing. I think that the Celtics are going to be a lot better when they actually have secondary scoring off the bench, which Dennis Dennis Schroeder is going to fully fucking provide. I think 110. percent and I think the other thing is just the Celtics have to get over this hump, and I think they they just need another fucking piece. That's where the De'Aaron Fox thing came in. And that's why I just kind of was like, oh, I'll just throw that. I name think the there. piece can be Harrison Barnes, uh, dude. It's not. It's just any. It's just something else because Tatum and Brown. I give said, me a catch and shoot shooter. I told please. you the other night, and I meant this. Tatum is not, and I don't care. I love him, but he's not capable of leading a team. At we, least we not disagree. by himself. I don't think anybody can though. That's, that's my. But that's my point. Okay, so that's. That's even more of a reason. What I'm trying you, to say is, we need to get something. Yeah, else sure. I just I hate the thing of like he can't lead a team by himself because then it feels like a slight on the guy. When it's like the only person I've ever seen lead a team by no, himself is LeBron. I I think That's not it. so never, much the only that, dude I've ever seen. Not so much that okay. So lead the team is strong. I think 
more so like, and we've seen him do it, which is taking over the game and just being like, all right, I'm doing like, give me this shit, like whatever killer mentality, which he's tried doing. I just think that he hasn't, obviously he's 23, like whatever it is, what it is. He's super fucking young. What do you, I'm not going to expect a 23 year old to be consistently killer mentality all the time, but I'm hoping that eventually or sooner than later, it becomes that where it's like, all right, if it's not JB, it's like you can trust JT. And I think he's done that, and he's obviously shown that plenty of fucking times since he's been in the league, but I just, I guess for me... You'll get a coin for Schroeder. I'm going to say I'm saying off the Tatum, I'm saying off the Tatum. That's all I want. Tatum is even my original take, so that's fine, but I like, yeah. All right, so we all gave Miles got coins around there. Jack? I'm going to keep it basketball, but... Uh, because there was two Celtics takes before me, I'm gonna go and talk about our arch rivals, the L.A. Lakers. The ooh, they smell. What's up, Dello? Well, they stink. Dello! Dello, how you doing, buddy? Dello. Um, Dello. I think this Lakers team is hot ass. Is not the same as it is right now after the deadline. Witness I think somebody oh. is gonna get traded. I think oh, yeah. there's a possibility that it gets so bad to the point where there's a LeBron's panic Westbrook it's trade. Gonna, it's going to be, no, it's going to be the same thing with the oh. Heat that, that year where LeBron was like, or was it the Cavs where LeBron like Cavs, walked in after Cavs. a game and was like, you, yes, you, you, that's, gone. That's yeah. what I was, that's what Cavs. I was going to, that's what I was going to say. That's a part of my point is this is the 2018 Cavs, uh, but in LA and Kevin Love is Anthony Davis. That is pretty much it. Because you remember that year, that was the year they brought in all these old veterans, Derrick Rose, Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Dwayne Wade, Wade, Jay Crowder, all these guys, all of them gone after the trade deadline because it didn't work. They traded D-Wade back to Chicago, the Miami Heat, then they traded, oh my. And you know why? And you know why (laughs) this year isn't going to work out like that year, which ended in LeBron having this magical postseason run just to get swept by the Warriors. Um. I think witness greatness. I think it's even worse because I don't think LeBron can carry. You're 19. Again. He can. He's no, like, he he's, can though. No, no, no. Did you guys see him come back and dunk? And that was the whole. <laughs> it was crazy. That was the whole point. Is there's too much reliance on LeBron, and the whole point of getting Westbrook was there should be no reliance on LeBron. You should have to rely on Westbrook and AD because they're the younger AD ones and they're the good ones year. and they're the ones that are the future AD's had and. LeBron can sit can't a couple games. Year. LeBron has to play the rest of the season if they want a chance at like a top five seed. It's freaking ridiculous. I don't even think they have a chance at a top five seed. My point on relying with AD, well, I agree that they should be able to. AD's not that dude. AD's not that dude. There was talk after the, the bubble. I think... Are you going to turn me down? No, no, no. Okay. Continue. I'm going to give you a backdrop. Um, There was talk that oh, AD was... AD stinks. Uh, there was talk after the bubble that this dude stinks, was like but it was fun. Tim Duncan level. Like y'all got to talk about AD in the same breath as Tim Duncan. Motherfucker, AD couldn't watch Tim Duncan's laundry. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. AD can't hold Tim Duncan's jocks. I'll do you one even better. I think a lot of people were saying that he was better than Giannis, and look what Giannis did last year. He can't. He can't shine Giannis's shoes. He can't. This year, he's the worst. Literally, like Although, statistically, the worst jump shooter in the league. I will. I will say, I do kind of disagree with the AD take because I think it's a little overrated. I think he's he, just not a guy that can lead a team I, by himself. I think he got. Well, yeah, that's why he but has that, LeBron. But that, I'm saying, but what the, he did but, in the but, fucking New Orleans took a bunch of bums to the AC to fuck ton of times. Woo-hoo, I'm just saying that's leading a fucking that's team. That's terrible. I thought it was once. He took him once. He made the playoffs. Oh, it was just once. And then he got. And then he got mashed by the Warriors. Yeah. 
but, and then they were nasty. No, I was dirty though. That I was dirty, but like still like an eight seed. I was gonna say though, Anthony Davis. I think I think he got too heavy, and he put on too much muscle, and now that whole like, you know, part of his game where he moves a little bit. He's a four where he's dribbling on the in mid range like sounds familiar. What Jason Tatum? Were you gonna say Jason Tatum? Yeah, he's put on too much weight. I don't. I think it's two different. I think it's two different things. But you're not gonna you're not gonna get a coin from me there, Jail. I'm not. It's not a take. It's just, I'm, I'm not just, gonna get a coin. Pop it in to say fascinating. I so I that's agree so with funny. Jack that no one's gonna be here by the. By yeah, so that's my guys, take. So real quick, who do you guys think it's gonna be? Mello, Trevor, oh, Reza, okay. so Kent Bazemore, Avery Bradley. Gone, gone, gone. So gone, I did gone. hear Avery's gone. Mello, Mello I did, will be there. I did THT. hear that it will be a little bit difficult because they don't have a lot of uh, yep. tradable contract, and you're not gonna really get anything valuable back if you trade like a Malik Monk or something like that. But I think they're gonna. I do think though the big the big target, and I think they're trying to push it really hard, and I I can't stand it because they did the same thing with Alex Caruso, even though I do respect Caruso a lot more, and they did the same thing with Kuzma. Same thing goes for him. I do respect him a lot more. But Taylor Horton Tucker, that's the guy. If you get his value up enough, you can get something. Uh, This is a complete side. And also, panic trade for Russell Westbrook, Westbrook for Kemba. Just going to put it out there. They did want Kemba back when he signed with us. They were highly invested in him. Just going to say that. He can shoot unlike Westbrook. Just going to say that. I mean, Kemba's also been... Terrible. So hasn't Westbrook. He's so also on a, a really, trade. really low contract. Westbrook's not. Westbrook's making a shit ton of money. Kemba's not. So it'll be hard God, to match. Oh up. God, that's Kemba right. Kemba got cut, so it'll. He's making like six or seven million. Westbrook a year. for Simmons. <laughs> My thing is complete side point. We'll get to Joe's take in like literally thirty seconds. Yeah. Disgusting. Unimaginably bad. Gross behavior. Unserious person, Malik Monk. Oh. He's ring chasing at 24. Can you grow up? Is that true? Did he say that? Why else would he go to the Lakers on a one-year prove-it deal? We had, they had dudes throwing money in the left and right, and he went to ring chase with the Lakers at 24? That's fair. They, they, he didn't want a long contract. He wanted to prove a deal to win a, win a ring and get out. And you're ring chasing at 24. You are a gross human being. You are a nasty man. You need to grow up. I mean, up. I could see it in the sense where he's like, I, I want to play with LeBron a, once you're before a freak, we leave, dude. You grow do, up. Zach, bro, you do that in your my careers, bro. You're on a shitty ass team, and then you go to like the fucking Lakers or some nasty team, and then you just dude, win. You don't know basketball. You just got going. You just got going. It's official. <laughs> dude, you go to nasty right, teams to right. ring chase at like 22 right. and 2K. And then I stay there forever because I'm the best player in the, in the franchise. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, my take was Lakers. Big big sellers at the deadline. I agree. I think every, everyone hit the coin like yeah. five times already. All right, so Joe. Get one more. Oh, my third taste coming up, and it's so good. All right, oh, this so one's juicy. a little, this one's a little, I got I to gotta adapt it a little bit because of the events that occurred yesterday between noon and 3.30 <laughs> p.m. Oh, I know this take. So, oh, is it, is it some college football? Yeah, some college football take. Nice. Jim Harbaugh, do not. Goat. Do not. Go blue. Better than Saban. Do not. Overreact to this singular win. Just oh, wait. Okay. Just wait. Just wait. Wow, right? Yeah. If he lost that game, he should have been fired. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, That's he, fair. Was, he, he still six. His 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 ass should still be on the hot seat. Yeah. I mean Because, hear me out. This was a Thanksgiving take that Joe Joe prepped with me. I was ready. I, I was, was the fired kitchen. up for this take. I was in the kitchen um this. Joe. He is grossly underperformed. Mind you, Joe constantly. has a Michigan dad cup right next to him. And Daddy. so we're ready to fire it up. Go, go. Um, 
He's grossly underperformed. He is now he is 500 against winning football teams in his contract so far. He's 21 and like 21, I think. He is now one in six or one in five, one in five against Ohio State. He's lost his last two to Michigan State. He's lost three out of the last four to Penn State. They don't win. They never close games. That was the first game they ever closed. This could be it. Could be a turning point. But hear me out. You need to. We need to not look at Harbaugh as this, as this great coach. He's actually kind of a fraud. Bring up the recruiting classes. Recruiting classes. Bingo. 2016, his first full class. Any For guesses Sean. on any guess on what rank class that was? And they, the, were, they were like top three, as a team, like overall, overall recruiting class. I think they were probably like, like top, top five. They, they had Rashawn Gary. They were, they were eighth. Yeah, they, eighth in the okay, country. So they had Rashawn Gary. I remember he was like the number one guy. I think in that class. And then they I'll also run, had I'll run through Don, each. They had Donovan Peoples Jones. They had he was another five star. I specifically want to talk about DPJ. Yes, he was a five star fucking so uh, killing it with the 20, 2016, 2016, eighth best recruiting class in the country. Yep. 2017, fifth best recruiting class in the yep. country. 2018, down year, 22nd, still top 25. 2019, eighth best class in the country. Yep. 2020, 14th best class in the country. They did. 2021. 13th best class in the country. He has yeah. had a top, he's for his first four years, he averaged a top 10 class. You know what his problem is? He can't get a quarterback. It is. Here's the thing he has top quarterback recruits. You know uh, what the issue is? Had, McNamara is a. Nah, but. No, see, no, you not, go no, back and you go back and look. He got Patterson was the highest person. No, he has, he has gotten, he has consistently gotten four, four and four, four and a half star quarterback recruits. As a former NFL quarterback and this guy that was supposed to be a quarterback guru. Dude can't fucking develop a quarterback for his life. Yeah. That's on him. That is solely on him. They've got great recruiting classes. Guess what other colleges have a similar rank in recruiting class that he's had? Oh, uh, Georgia, a little bit worse. Georgia's a little bit better at recruiting than he is, but they're around there. Clemson, Oklahoma, LSU, Florida. Bama. Oh, my God. Good. Well, Bama's like top one or two yeah, every but year. Those, those places also, like, you got to think about it. Like, Michigan is a fucking cold weather place where they don't, they play one season in right. high Clemson's school ball. South and like Carolina. All these places sure. are warm weather. They no, all but, play year round. Right. And but they my also point, have way better recruits in state. So it's way no, but, easier to recruit than those. Right. But though, no, but I'm those a Michigan fans. Those teams. All, but no, but I'm saying those like, teams have, they're, if you compare them year by year, yeah, their they're classes the are right around each other. Yeah. And he's not even close to those teams. You look at he's five hundred. It's bad. He is. He is five hundred or worse against Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa, and Wisconsin in the Big Ten. Yeah. The only team that he doesn't out like handily out recruits is Ohio State. He should be mopping the floor with Michigan State, Penn State, Iowa, and Wisconsin because they are nowhere close to the recruiting classes that he gets. No. Lastly, you, let's jump into DPJ, shall we? Yeah. He was a. He was a top ten. Yeah, he was a five player. Yeah. Top ten recruit of all, yeah. like all of football yeah. that he year. He was a mean five. He star. was the number one receiver in that class. Great Sick. kick returner. Yeah, he, guess, yeah, yeah. Guess kick, who was in that class? Let's let's play this game, returner. shall we? Twenty sixteen. <laughs> five star recruit, number wide receiver one in this class with Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, Henry Ruggs, C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, K.J. Hamler, Justin Jefferson, Lavisca Chenault. Yeah, this was twenty sixteen. Yeah, disgusting team. Yeah, guess good. how many targets a year DPJ got. 10, like 50. Yeah. <laughs> 50. He was averaging like three or four targets one. a game. And he was the best receiver in college. He was the yeah. best high school recruit That's for also receiver. because they are such a... Dude, honestly, it's crazy. You obviously mentioned the quarterback play, but I feel like from watching it from that time, it's... Sure, they have the four stars, four and a half stars, but... Heavy dude, run game? They, it's like such... It is. It's a heavy run game, but it's also mixed in with like... They can never... It's either like their quarterback gets fucking hurt or they... 
and halfway just through the season, they just like they'll throw Can't another guy in, and then like two games down the line, like halfway through the second game, they throw in my the last, other guy my who last originally two started. Like my last two points. This could change by the end of this year, but we talked about teams he's similar recruiting classes with: Clemson, Oklahoma, LSU, Georgia. Georgia's better, but we'll say those four. All of them have been to the college football playoffs since. Yeah, it Michigan's the only team that hasn't been that hasn't been so that's got that good of a recruiting wow. class. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. And Florida, Florida hasn't made one either. But Florida also has to get through Georgia and Bama to get there, which I get. You're not oh, gonna have, have three SEC teams. Here. Unless I didn't realize that we had two heavy Michigan fans. Where do you the, think they are in the top four after this week? They'll be they'll There's be two. two. They'll two. be two. They'll, they'll jump Bama because Bama had to Bama had to go to like Struggle. what triple overtime or whatever they against an unranked team. Who's gonna be two? Michigan. Michigan. Really? Yes. Yeah, they were fifth, were fifth and they just dude. beat the number two team in the country. Dude, they were fifth. I don't they watch beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I don't watch football. Fifth and they beat number Zach. two Ohio State. Zach. Just so they shut up. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. thing. Sure, I'll take it. My last point. All right, let's go. With uh my last point about this. Jim Harbaugh had a pretty decent you people look back and go, oh, he was a pretty good NFL coach. He actually flamed out of the NFL. If you think about it. The read option and RPOs were just getting big, right? Like he was one of the first guys on that train. It is now a huge part of NFL offenses. He had Colin Kaepernick, a dude that can fucking run the shit out of read option RPOs, and oh. he flamed out of the NFL with that dude. Oh, throws of parks? Dude, he was great at RPOs. <laughs> Whatever you want to think about him, he was good at RPOs. He was good at read option. And the NFL, that was when the NFL had no answer for read option, and he still flamed the fuck out of the NFL. He is an overrated coach. Maybe it'll end up working after this, and this is a turning point, so and maybe John this will the start brother? working. Oh, John is significantly better. John's so much better. Well, clearly, John figured out uh, how to be a read Jim, option coach. Hey, Jim gives you good tips, though. Don't uh, eat chicken. Nervous all I'm bird. saying is, Jim is a good coach. Jim, Jim, you got to win, but then you went to the press conference. You started talking shit about, oh, you were born on third, and you think you, born, you got a triple, like shot, talking shit to Ryan Day, who, by the way, wiped your ass the last two years. He's... And everyone two years and he's been his ass wiped fucking five years straight. Yeah. Well, the other three years were urban. Yeah. But no. So that you had the team was like losing their mind. This it is. I I am so expecting them to lose to Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. They're gonna lose that game. They're not. They're gonna no. This this was their Super Bowl and they're gonna walk. They're gonna walk in and be like, we fucking did it. Anoint us. And then they're gonna get their fucking. They're gonna get fucking punched in the mouth. They're not gonna know what to do because they can't play from behind. I know. I just don't think. Michigan, Mi- thank Michigan's, you. Michigan's run game is too scene. good. Michigan's run game is too that. good. So shit. So much pain. Zach can't drive the bus. That's all we know. All right. Let me coin me. I'll give you coin, coin, coin. Three coins. Your days could be numbered, Harbaugh. I'm, Figure it out. Say, I will say, uh, just real quick, I'm glad that Michigan's in there because it breaks up the all red fucking Final Four. Because that would have been. The all blues looked pretty on, sick yesterday. Yeah, not no, going to lie. Those all were, blues. They were tight. Well, because you had. Alabama, red. Georgia, red. Cincinnati. Ohio State, red. red. Cincinnati, red. red. All teams, just red and black. That would have been red and so white, fucking annoying. Who's Cincinnati's quarterback? Uh, Desmond, Desmond Ridder. Desmond Ryder. Ridder. Desmond Riddler. I wish it was Ryder. Ryder, Um. So my take, football-related, kind of not football-related. Has anyone seen <laughs> the Brady documentary, Man in the Arena? Yes, sir. I have not yet. Two this episodes. Both Patriots. Of them. Porn. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, we need the we need the we need the Gohan moaning thing right here. Oh. This would be perfect. This I, is uh, where you do. <laughs> I, I cut that part of it. My 
God. It is such a good documentary. It's great stuff. Um, Brady is unfiltered. Yeah, a lot of swearing. Straight shooting. A lot of swearing. Straight shooting. He he gave you one of the wildest things I've ever heard Brady say in my life. Something I never thought I'd hear Brady say ever. This motherfucker. Just well, kidding. that, but sure. This fucker. Um, in the first episode, he was, because they're going, I don't know if, and if you don't know the, the basis of the show, it's, they're doing an episode for every Super Bowl year of Brady's career, win or lose. Every time they went to the Super Bowl, oh, they're sick. They're doing a year for they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they were covering the years in between, like they did 2001, because it was the start of Brady's career. And then they covered 2002 and 2003 in this yeah. last episode, yep. even though they only went to 2003. But in 2001, in the first episode, Brady said, going into the Steelers game, big, tough, t- cool Tom Brady. Nothing's, nothing's too oh, big for yep, Tom. Yep. I know what you're talking about. The game was, he's like, the lights were too bright. I was so scared. He's like, I, I was not, he's like, I'm so glad. He's like, I was glad I got hurt. Belichick took pretty, pity on me. He took me out of the game because he saw my eyes. I was not ready for the moment. He's like, I, if Bledsoe was not there, we would not have, I would, the team wouldn't have been there because I was not ready for the Steelers game. Yeah. I went in, you know, I, I won the Raiders game. It was cool. And then I got to the Steelers game and the, the fans were loud. We were on the road and I just wasn't ready. He's like, they were, th- he's like, I couldn't, I couldn't read a single thing. They were disguising every blitz, every coverage. They would show. They would show press. They would drop into a zone. They they um, fill the box and they drop out immediately. And he would fucking screw him up. They had everything for Brady and he couldn't solve it. They hurt, he hurt his ankle. He went to the sideline and he was like, "I probably might have been able to play, but I was severely hobbled anyway." I mean, you could see him when he was walking around. He was fucking couldn't walk. And Belichick looked in his eyes and he's like, "Tommy, we're gonna we're gonna go with Drew here." And then Brady nodded his head and sat there. And Brady's like, "I was not ready for the game. I was not ready for the moment. That team." That team, the Seals were too good. Like I, they was too big for me. And when I when I heard that, it's like, wow. Yeah. Tom Brady. What? Tom Brady. Hey, that's a shocker. I did it's not good. stop. It's that such a good really show. Good it is stuff. such a good show. I love. I wonder uh, what changed between that and then the Super Bowl. He said he went into the Super Bowl. He's like, I, I had already seen kind of what the Seals had done, and he was like, wicked, wicked amped up. Um, Willie he, McGinnis had to calm yeah, him down. Was, Drew was amping so, him up in the tunnel. Yeah. So you know, you know the classic video of Tom going up there. Yeah. I'm gonna make you. I told you I was going to get, get you here. here. I'm going to make you proud. Like, Willie to come over to me. He's like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Willie was, like, Willie was like, chill the fuck out, my, dude. Stop. Like, stop. we need you to calm, calm down. And so Brady, like, he's like, Willie said that to me. Like, he's like, something just kind of, he's like, Brady was like trying to make it not cringy, but he's like, something like kind of just changed. He's like, I, I went to the locker room after. Because that was before warm-ups. He went out there. They ran out. And he's like, Brady's like, I went in. The, the famous story, Brady went in, took a 10, 15-minute nap. Yeah. Came out, and he was ready. He's like, he's like, some, I don't know. He's like, I don't know what changed, but the moment was too big for me at the Steelers game. And then I was fine with the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know what it was, but he's like, he basically said, allude to the fact they wouldn't have won. They would have gotten creamed if Brady was the full-time quarterback in the Steelers game. He just I, wasn't ready. I think my favorite part about the first episode was seeing Drew's perspective, Drew Bledsoe's yeah, Bledsoe, perspective. Bledsoe was gives awesome. you his entire perspective. Like, he told the inside story of like, he got hit and he's like, I blacked out, woke up, and he's like, I didn't really know. He's like, my stomach, my chest hurt a little bit. He's like, but I was ready to go back in. And then they came to get me, and they're like, "Drew, why don't you come with me to the locker room?" He's like, "Ah, I'm gonna stay, take the press conference." He's like, "Drew, I think you should, I think you should come with me." And then he went to the back room, passed out in the back room, woke up, ambulance, passed out again in the ambulance. He was like in and out of consciousness, and he woke up on like an operating table. And so the, the, it's fucking crazy. You could literally Patriots point. It kills Tom. You could time. really, you could really tell when they would like cut back to him for like interviews and stuff, or like for the interview that they did for the show. You could tell how much like him not playing that oh, it season. Oh, choked him up so hard, dude. It really ate he at cries. him. He cries. 
he, you can tell it really it really eats at him that he got his job taken away. He like he, he tells a story. It's I don't, good stuff. You should remember this from the end of the first episode. After they won the uh, the Rams Super Bowl, everyone else partying. Bledsoe was fine with it, then he left. By the next morning, the, the literally the noon after the Super Bowl, he was in Montana on, by himself on a ski lift. And, and he, he just said he broke, broke down. down broke down and started down. crying. He, like, he just stopped. Chairlift, ski lift was going really slow, and he just stopped. He cried. He's like, I just lost my mind. It's awesome. It's really it's good so, stuff. It's so, so good. And then the second episode, it's just fun because it's you got Rodney, you got uh, 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 Laura Malloy, who obviously not, not as fun a topic because he got it released, but... But I think that that one's a little that that episode's a little more upbeat because it's like and Brady also plays into it. He's like, I was fooling myself going in two thousand two, right? Won the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, this shit's easy. He's like, I mean, what am I? What's gonna happen now? He's like, and then we start off the year three and zero. Brady's like, I went into the locker room after the three and zero. We started three and zero. We were on our way to the charge. He's like, we're going undefeated, boys. He's like, we're gonna go undefeated. And Brady was like, Brady wasn't himself yet. He's like, we're going undefeated this year. And he goes into the locker room, and they got fucking smacked. They got punched in the mouth by the Chargers, and they went up. They started the year three and zero. They ended up going nine and seven. Brady's like that changed my entire respect on the NFL. He's like yeah. that stomped the shit out of me. He's like yeah. I had I had no idea it was coming that year. And it's like again, Tom versus time was kind of like a sticking it to Belichick, like you know, uh, um, you know, I have the answers to the test and all this stuff, which Brady does now, but he didn't let on to the to the less egotistical side. That he does in the, in like in Man in the Arena, it's it's so so fucking good. Like I literally missed the it. first half of the Celtics every game every Tuesday, every Tuesday at nine p.m. on ESPN Plus. Yep. I missed yeah, the first I mean, half. You of can the watch on demand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, still on ES- it's still then. on ESPN Plus. Yeah, I have that. Okay, I'm. It's so good. I missed the first half of the Celtics game last week to watch it. Like, yeah, who wants to watch the Celtics? Over well, that plus the Celtics oh, stink. Yeah, fuck that game. But, that was awesome. I mean, oh, it was just so good. All right, you're so uh, good. you definitely didn't I'm hit the timer. Yeah. You didn't like, hit the timer. Yeah, I that's think, definitely one of your tangents right there. I think that deserved it. Like that is just so good. You get All so right, much Miles, shit. What you Brady. got for us? Um, going back to the Patriots, well here. Uh, I think Mac Jones is going to win Rookie of the Year over Jamar Chase. Wow. I do think. Here's why. Oh, here's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's why. Yep. Right now and. Not trying to get too betting heavy or anything, but no, I'll lean into it. Currently, Jamar Chase is, I think it was minus one. Hold on, he is Just minus. He's minus one sixty, which not crazy, Zach. You kind of know, like that's it's favorable, it's almost, but it's almost even. But yeah, Mac Jones since last week he went from four fifty plus four fifty to plus one sixty five. He's making ground, right? On top of that. He's had a slump, some people would say, week eight and week nine, where he had zero touchdowns, but he had one in tow. So let's say he had a normal week and he had two or three touchdowns in those games, stayed with, the I don't know, one in tow, and he had the same amount of passing yards. You're talking about five or six touchdowns in that two-week span with one in tow, and his stats look a lot different. And if that, again, this is all just hype, just, you know, Hypothetical, but let's say he adds five or six more. We're looking at uh, 18, 19 touchdowns and seven intos with a 69 completion rating uh, and a 94 passer rating. And, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I can't see how in the last, these next seven games, he is probably going to end up also being top five, if not the top three in rookie passing yards, I think, in a season. He leads right now. He's he's, he's Oh, you're saying all time for like a yeah. Words. Okay, okay. I mean like all time. It's Andrew Luck at number one with four and four point four. But he has two point three right now. 
He might be able to get two thousand on the next eight games. Yeah, he he won't he won't break it. I don't think he's going to. That's why I'm not going to say he's going to break it unless he has a crazy four hundred yard game. He can get close. He'll get like upper three. He'll get upper threes. He's currently he was sixth in the uh, in the first ten games of the season. He was sixth in uh, rookie passing yards. But I don't know. Ultimately, I I just think I think he's just going to continue and he's going to continue to improve. On top of, I don't really see Jamar Chase in the bank. Like, I feel like the Bengals were very hot. They were a sexy, sexy team at the beginning of the year, and I feel like they've lost a lot of, like, look and shine to them somewhat. And I feel like they're playing the Steelers today, which that's going to be a grimy divisional game. They're favored, but at the same time, the Steelers just had a shootout battle against the Chargers, and a lot of people think the Chargers are, again, also were one of those teams at the beginning of the year where Super Bowl contenders or AFC favorites coming out of, again, the beginning of the regular season. Um, I think a lot has kind of changed. But, again, I think the Bengals are good, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I just, I don't know, I don't think Jamar Chase is going to keep flashing or doing anything crazy, and I think that Mac Jones' stock is only going to continue to rise for the last seven games of the season. That's why I think Mac Jones is going to win Rookie of the Year over Jamar Chase. Because, also, the next person is Najee Harris, and I don't think Najee Harris is going to catch up to either of those two guys. I think it's it's Jamar Chase's to lose, but I think it's also very, very well within range. In, within range for Mac Jones to win. That's all I'll say. But I think ultimately my take is that Mac Jones is going to win. I will uh, give a coin. Of the year. I will give a coin, but only on the fact it, it's guided by the fact that the, the coin will come if the Patriots keep winning. If the Patriots end up flaming out themselves when Mac puts up big stats, he will not win. Yeah, I agree. They have to be like a top. They have to be within range of the playoffs. They have to be in the playoffs for Mac to win I mean, this. well, again, I think with this win today, which I think If is, they win. If they win today and with this win today, potentially, that, again, throws them into first place uh, in the AFC. And he that's plays a well. lot fucking different. He and just, if he, he plays well. He just can't tank. So, yes. This is, this is my thing, is that I don't know if I necessarily disagree with you because I think if the Patriots win football games, Mac will get it because he's a quarterback. That's what I was just gonna say. That's what I was just gonna say. If we're taking if we're taking this from like a who's gonna win from like a betting perspective and like a who just who do you think is gonna win that the award? Whatever. Yes, I, I actually don't know if I can disagree. Do I think it's deservingly so? I I will still fight that because Jamar Chase has he's almost nine hundred yards, yeah, eight touchdowns, yep, averaging eighteen point four yards a catch. He's probably gonna break. Because what's this week? This is week 11, 11. 12. 11. No, no, this is week. They're going to be 8. Yeah, this is, week, this is week 13. They're going to be 8. What? Yeah, it is. Because the Patriots are going to be 8 and 4 if they win today. Yeah, so it's 12 games, around 12 or 13 games. So, like, yeah. with, like, with, like four, with like five more games, six probably. Six more games. Six more games. I mean, the rookie receiving record is. Justin Jefferson, isn't it? Well, no. uh, yeah, I was going to say, what, is, uh, what are Jamar, uh, Jamar, uh, Justin Jefferson's. Uh, numbers from last year because Four, it, 1400 yards but he doesn't have his he didn't have as many touchdowns I can look up those yards. specifically I was looking at the specifically looking at the records because I was going to say if he has something close to that then yeah he'll probably well win Herbert because Herbert won it last year but Herbert like lit it up stat wise yeah that's but true. so Jefferson had 1400 yards and seven touchdowns so Jamar already passed my touchdowns. Jamar has almost 900 yards and eight touchdowns already the r- rookie receiving records are 1473 from 1960 and then 1,400 from Justin Jefferson to the receiving yards. 
touchdowns, Randy Moss with 17. Like, no one's touching that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But like, but, like, two and three or 13, fourth most is 12, and that was, like, Odell, Mike Evans. That's why I think um, it, this depends Dicka, on... Dicka, et cetera. Like, a bunch of people. Like, if... Well, like, he's so close to so with some of these records. Like, he could get... He, like, Jamar Chase could end up with, like, 13, 1,400 yards and, like, 13 touchdowns. Well, I was going to say that... Uh, and at that point, like he's a better, he is a better. And the issue I'll then have with it, not that he would, not that he won't win the award, but like I would make the case even if he doesn't win it, he's a better receiver than Mac Jones is a better quarterback right now. Mac's numbers are comparable to because we're comparing obviously numbers to like other records and stuff like that. Mac's numbers now are comparable to like Dax and uh, Lux, and they both were like awesome their rookie year. So I don't know. Yeah, I, think I mean, this, I don't think I don't I think, think Mac this, will get to Lux like level though with those, with those numbers. Game is going to have a lot to do with like it's going to fuck with a lot of records. A lot everything. of records are going to volume records are going to change, um, for sure. But I would say I, I would say right now, and I would say like I still project pro- project it happening this way is that I would still say that like Jamar Chase is going to have a better year as a receiver and a better he is a better receiver than Mac as a quarterback right now. Yeah, I'm I think it depends even on the by the end of this record, year, honestly. Like unless Mac takes a huge step and they start like. I know like, we've joked that like they've slung the ball a bit more, but even then it's been like still still started. like they slung the ball in the the Browns game and yeah. he had 198 they, yards. So right, yeah, like it, it, unless Mac starts like really like unless they start going like oh like, let's Matt, let Matt cook and like he's going like three fifty and four touchdowns. Like can I just say real quick? And I know that the Patriots play some pretty like decent teams, whatever at the end of the stretch, but Bengals play a very tough schedule. So they play the Steelers. That's a tough division game. Doesn't matter. Yeah, they, I mean they can lose games though, but but I'm Jamar can still I, have his numbers. But that's what I'm saying is I. But I think the record's gonna matter I think more. I I'm just saying I think record doesn't matter, but I just think defensively he's gonna get matched up against I think, a lot of good players, and he may get shut down. I think I, in an argument for Mac I think Mac Jones, I think Mac record matters more than yes. Jamar. And yes. I think that's they the play, issue. I think if they finish twelve and five, top of their conference, and Mac has like really good, pretty good numbers for a rookie. I mean, if they, yes, win, if they win, if they win the division, Mac's going to win rookie of the rookie year. year, and Belichick's going to win. Because quarterback of the year. is just way too important. It's yeah. they, it's a quarterback bias, yeah. Yeah, it's just, Chase, it's just a winning right. The, Jamar like, Chase the lens faces, like the MVP award. Jamar yeah. Chase faces the Steelers today, the Chargers next week, the Niners the week after that, the Broncos, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and then the Browns last. Mm. He's got Denzel Ward. He's got Patrick Sertain. He's got the a lot cheap. of divisional games too. Yeah, but he ate Sertain's lunch in college, so like yeah, Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, but it's, it's still the same guy. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Rookies. He's They're got. I'm just rookies. saying. I think there's going to be a lot of very difficult matchups on defense sure, that he's going to sure. face, and I think there's going to be a lot of good defensive teams. Not like also Patriots how well how well does the Bengals to, line hold up against those teams? And how well does Burrow play into the season? And again, he's, 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 he's one guy, but they also a season this deep. They got T. Higgins. They have fucking Tyler Boyd. They have Joe Mixon that they have to feed the ball. Like it's Chase. Jamar Chase is one guy again. That's, so that's good. That's the interesting player, thing with with Jamar is that he's sixth in yards, third for touchdowns, third in yards per catch, but he's 29th in receptions. Yeah, I remember you. We were yeah, talking like he's about still that. like he's the, super efficient. If the big plays don't happen, then his production comes down. No, I think I think that's more of a more of a case against how efficient he is with what he gets. No, I get that, but I'm saying like, like if you think back to some of his touchdowns, if Burrow misses a few of like the deep throws that Chase has been hit on, yeah. his production goes down because he's, he's not making his money on slants and across the middle and getting like little nitty gritty yards that are adding up over the game. It's all like he's getting 12 receptions a game. No, but if, you only have to hit him. My point is that you only have to hit him a few times a game for him to produce. I know, but I'm saying he's also getting he's only good, a few no, because a game. He's good 
he's good after the catch too. So like sure, you don't yeah, necessarily absolutely. have to hit him on like a 50 yard streak. Like you can hit him on like a 20 yard in that he could break for another 20. Sure. I'm just saying that like I, the, the big plays for chase and borrow coming to mind are like borrow airing it out down the sideline and chase making a nice grab and going into the end zone. If borrow misses two or three of those throws, you could take off over a hundred yards. You could take off two touchdowns and then you're looking at a different, like a lot of this is, is dependent on borrow keeping up his play too, which I think might give Mac a little bit of an edge because Mac is totally in control of what he does. Like sure. The receivers have to catch, but like what's in control of what he does. Nelson Aguilar drops a slant that well, probably wins the Dallas game. All right. So if you want to, yeah, if you want to bring that, <laughs> if Nelson Aguilar can figure out how to use his hands, um, start had a touchdown last week. Did, no, no, no. But I, I, I get what you're saying. I if just think, if I just borrow think that, is off a little bit. Chase's yeah. production will take a hit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'll agree, but I think I just wanted. I just wanted to be clear that I think Jamar Chase is a better I football player than Mac Jones. I agree currently, with that. Yes, sure. I'm going to give a Curren- coin. Currently, it could all change. I'm going to give a coin only based on record. If the Patriots fizzle out, yeah, Mac Jones, rookie of the year. And if the Patriots fizzle out and they don't like win the conference and get, get top of division, something like that, like if they finish, if they finish weak, Mac will not win. Because it'll it'll reflect right. on Mac. Let's hear it, Jack. Um, Final all right, day. we're gonna we're gonna end. Um, besides Joe. We'll uh, transition back to the basketball. Uh, I also want to give my thoughts on the Celtics. I didn't do it last go around because uh, I filled up that time. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, you gonna put the timer on him or no? No, but um, <laughs> Let him unfiltered. Three wall I think the Celtics need to play like the Warriors if they want to win anything this year. And I think that by that I mean they gotta. So it's got to start on defense, and I think that that's the big thing with the Warriors this year is that they're not this offensive juggernaut because they're they're partly they are I, yeah because the points they put up, but that's more of a team than just like having Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond, like all these you know like they have a lot more like role players that really mm-hmm. like to you know uh, contribute. Um, but I, I think this year it starts with defense with them, and I think that this the same thing apl- has to apply with the Celtics. I think their defense needs to be their number one, and I think it's slipped a little bit, and I think that that's why uh, in the Nets game and in the Spurs game it was you know actually the Spurs game. If you the Spurs game, they still held them under. They were under ninety six. They were hundred. They were under hundred total points before they gave it that shitty run, which is a problem within itself. The right. last three minutes that they gave up a 13-0 run, they held them under, under 80 points for the for the entirety of four quarters until the last three minutes. Yeah. Then they fucking sprung a leak and it was crazy. I just, I think, I the, think... The this, Nets game is 100% correct. The Nets fucking dominated. Yeah. I think the Celtics are at their best when they're running in transition after a miss or after a steal or whatever. And... Playing up tempo. Uh, I, I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't know the exact quote, but Steve Nash was on a, pod, uh, on a podcast and he was saying that Mike D'Antoni, when when he was talking about the uh, seven seconds or less, less offense, Mike D'Antoni told that team that it's going to be better if we play fast on offense than if we, uh, you know, like walk up the court and take all tor- 24 seconds off the clock and then we have to go play defense, mm-hmm. you know? So I think the Celtics defense can get even better if they start playing in transition a little bit more. I, I can't, st- and I know you're with me, Zach, I can't stand Dennis Schroeder rolling the ball up the court. It kills pace. Like, you can't do that. Because it allows the defense to get set. You, you, a lot of a lot of scoring comes from just confusing the and, defense. A lot of a lot of motion. And to talk about their team offensively, I do think how many times do we have to hear Scal before the game talking about my Taco Bell takes or whatever the fuck it is? The ball has to hit the paint. Yeah, the ball hit the paint and then drive and kick, drive and kick, drive and kick. That's that is it. 
He's saying it a lot, and it's getting a little annoying. Because, but it's true. But it's true. Ball hits the paint, defense and it's only, collapses. And it's only getting annoying because they're not doing it. So you you just that's that's the way they got to play. They the got yeah, what, what, what was the stats in the Lakers game? They had like sixty points in the paint, and then they were driving and yes, kicking. Yeah. Smart and Schroeder. That that was like that's where Schroeder thrives. Exactly. Schroeder can get to the paint better than anybody on this team. I mean, Sands, Jalen, and transition. But like in terms of half court, you're in a, you're in a set in half court. Schroeder's first step quickness is, is bar none what, on this team what you so just, fast. What you just said, though, Jalen Brown in transition, that, that. Oh, yeah, Jalen's the best transition finisher in, like, a top three transition finisher in the how many times? How many times have you really seen him, like, out on the break? And I, know he ha- I know he hasn't played a they're lot. not in transition enough. Plus the hammy. It's just been not, pushing it. It's not, like, that's just not, like, the way they play is not good. It's not good basketball. And I think that does have to do with coaching, just to go back to the whole Emay thing. Part of that is Emay. Um, because it... I know we argued about this, and I brought it up on last week's pod. We argued in the beginning of the year that he kept putting Emei in the post. I mean, he kept putting Tatum in the post because he wanted to play bully ball. When Tatum's bully ball shouldn't be playing through the post, it should be Tatum driving and enforcing right. contact. Right. You, and I think I, he's figured that out more. He has figured that out, but it started at the, end, at the beginning of the year. He hindered Tatum because every fucking set was Tatum on the elbow or Tatum on the block in the paint. Posting up, trying to kick out from there, and it's like that's not how Tatum thrives. Tatum's not gonna body a dude. Tatum's physicality and bully ball is gonna come from, I got past you on a crossover, or I use my shoulder and I put my shoulder into you driving, and I absorb the contact, and there's the finish at the leg. Yeah. It's not gonna be Julius Randle. No one can see me fucking posting up. It's not gonna be yeah. Julius. It's not gonna be Julius Randle. Visual fucking. meme. No way. We haven't. Uh, we don't have the. We don't have the camera yet, but we'll um, get there. Imagine, um. imagine me posting up, hammering the ball, hammering the rock. It's like that's not gonna come. The only that. thing, though, that differenti- differentiates them from the Warriors or another good defensive team like the Bulls is that I don't think they understand yet how physical they can play with these new rules. And I think that's why you see the Warriors being so good is because they get their hands in there and they're not afraid to reach. And it's because they're not going to call these like flailing, you know, like they're not going to do it. And I know that James Harden did get away <laughs> f- with a lot right ag- against the Celtics, oh, but I do think... I do, think that's been a, fine this year. I do think that's a one-off. Yeah, on average, they've been fine. And so I think that, and I think that's why you see Smart kind of picking it up a little bit more defensively is because he's starting to realize, all right, I can be more physical. I can bully dudes. You look at Alex Caruso, and this is, again, to bring up, I, I couldn't stand Alex Caruso when he was on the Lakers. This year, when he's on the Bulls, I love the dude. I take him on the Celtics in a heartbeat. He's a tough dude. I would, I would. Right now, and this is this is a take that doesn't even have to be argued or whatever. This isn't a, but in my opinion, I would take Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso over Smart and Schroeder right now. A hundred percent, they're both the great defensively. The sky from both, they're both great defensively, and you can't argue that they have carried the Bulls' defense. That's why the Bulls' defense is as good as it's been. I do not agree with that one, but I see where you're going with it. Lonzo, Smart I would have loved Smart being Lonzo. in there says me no, makes me say no. Oh. Smart's offense has been terrible this year, but Smart's also back to his all-defensive I would have loved Lonzo Ball. I'm going to give a coin, though, to, to they got to play faster. Couldn't they got to play more. like the Warriors. They play That's faster. it. And it's not that hard because a bunch of other teams are doing it. The Bulls are playing like that. The Heat are playing like that. The Suns are going to start playing like that. You just got to get out and run. That's I, it. I agree. They got to play faster. I'm giving a coin to that. Um, yeah, I'll give a coin, Miles. Miles. Cool. Yo, last take. I was trying to look. I was going to pull up the comparisons of Lonzo and Smart, but I won't. I won't get to that. Um, all right, bring it back to the NFL real quick. Uh, talk about the Bears. 
Duh, Bears. Got to win. Got to win on Thanksgiving. Bears. Wasn't pretty. Got to win on Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, there was all the rumors about Matt Nagy being fired after Thanksgiving. Hasn't happened yet. Kind of bummed. Possibly the worst game I've ever watched, by the it's way. Can I just get a little? Horrible. Can I just get a little in real quick? It's not going to take very long. <laughs> how awkward is it? At I don't have the god. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing queued up yet. It's uh, on, on the other. How break. about? Imagine being asked at a press conference before the game. There was a report that this is your last game this week. You're going to be canned after this game. How do you feel about that? Like just an, just as a I would have been here for if that was the truth, and he could have just walked out and just called the most bullshit game in the world. Oh my great. god! Like it, I just anyways. That's I, I, so awkward. It's awkward, yeah. So uh, awkward. regardless, he should be gone by the end of the year. Yes. Um, and this is this is my take. The Chicago Bears should interview Eric Bieniemy, and they should not let him leave the facility without a contract. Because of fields. I don't think Eric Bieniemy is going anywhere. I think they need to do. It depends if he everything, everything, every, unless they're like, unless he, well, at that point he won't take interviews. I just feel like he would have, he would have already left at some point. Like no one offered him a job. Really? Yeah. Not, yeah, no, no. not even the past like no, no, couple no, no. No years. One, no one's offered him a job. God, idiots. Eric, Maybe, is exactly. That, is that coming from? I'm taking these interviews and I'm seeing what you guys hear, but I got Reed's job waiting there for me. Don't, he don't should have went to the Jets. Don't I'm even, not even gonna lie. No, no, no. I, I literally don't think he's gotten a job because I'm pretty sure that like Chiefs players been like, how is this dude still here? Anyways, true. Unless true. unless he like doesn't take interviews and like you don't have a chance and he says no, fine. But like the Chicago Bears should do everything in their power to have him be the next head coach. I just feel like maybe it's like a McDaniel's thing where like maybe he has some sort of future. He hasn't, but he, but he hasn't even City. been offered a job. No, I mean like with Kansas City, like in the future, like Andy. I don't know how long is Andy Reid really going to stay the next like five years? Like, what if Andy Reid wins another Super Bowl in the next two years? He retires. Eric Bieniemy's right here to be I head mean, coach. Maybe, but also at the same time, like he's he's been interviewing. That's all I'm saying is like maybe it's a Josh McDaniels type of situation. Where yeah, like and he I mean, just this stays. Whole, just this out whole of take his... gets blown up, right? Like if if Bieniemy's like I'm not leaving, right? But if but if he's taking interviews, like the Chicago Bears ownership should do everything in their fucking power. Yeah, it would be really for good. him to be the head coach because Fields. you have Justin Fields, who's been playing better lately. Mm. He's looked a lot better lately. Yep. You have a young quarterback. You have Darnell Movie. Darnell Mooney, you extend Allen Robinson with a new coach and a new philosophy on offense. You you get him to buy back in. I think he would if you think like we're gonna get what Eric the Chiefs have been doing yeah. on offense. You already have a good tight end, a pretty good young tight end in Cole Komet. David Montgomery's a pretty good running back. Khalil Herbert's a good running back that they have. They have some weapons. You think about that skill position group with and you continue to develop Justin Fields. Take a year two jump and you start incorporating. Some of Andy Reid's schemes. You got Darnell Mooney is super fast. He can mm -hmm. run a lot of the Tyreek. He's not as fast as Tyreek or as electric as no. Tyreek, but like he could run some of the Tyreek stuff yeah, with the motion and the things like, like that. that. Yeah. He's that type of player. Not as good, but like Walmart brand. Um, he's like the Kmart Tyreek Hill. Kmart, Kmart Tyreek. Uh, but yeah, you more intentional motion, more jet sweeps, more. What do they? They always call it. They've like Romo said it fucking in the AFC Championship last year with like. Tyreek running. Oh, it's like a go route, but across the field because he's running a crosser. Yeah. It's like you know what's it's like okay, it's a crosser. Just call it that, Romo. Like, don't get all uppity about it. That's but like you confuse the hell out of me. You yeah. know what's really ironic about this take though is Matt Nagy was supposed to be that person to come from Andy Reid's coaching tree. Matt, Matt Nagy used to be fucking good. Like that first year. They were twelve and four. That first year was so good. Dude, they, they were, were twelve and four and they these... were fucking who was who's the kicker that doinked it? They were double uh, doinked. Cody Parkinson, I think. They were double Cody, Cody Parker, yeah. Cody Parker. 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 Cody Parkinson. Sorry. Sorry. Co Cody Parkinson. Cody Parkey. They were they were Cody Parkey double doink away from the NFC Championship game. Because that was a divisional game. Like, Matt Nagy's yeah. that close to being 
almost in the Super like a game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. And after that, remember after that, they were like, wait for the Bears next year. Another year of Trubisky oh, seemed to And then they lost Vangio. And then that their and defense went away. And so here's the thing, though, when you think about like it's crazy. You think like, about Nagy Nagy's being like, oh, he's the guy. He was supposed to be that guy. He was the Chiefs OC for two years, and it was pre Mahomes. It was Alex Smith. It was Alex Smith. They went right. ten and six and twelve and four, and they lost in the wild card in the divisional round. Yeah. Like they weren't. Divisional it wasn't was to the, us, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. It wasn't the same team. Like it's not the same thing. Like I think Bienemy, I think Bienemy is more responsible for what we think of as like the dynamic yeah, I think it's, Chiefs I, than I think, I think it's a little than more like explosive, Nagy. But I do think I was saying as far as like the whole like it's just irony. Jet perception sweep wise, and the, yeah. And the you know, all these weird misdirection mo- plays. Pre pre snap motion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think you look at the you look at the offenses over the past couple of years, it's like if you want to pill for coaches from offenses to try to bring that to your team, it's it's Eric Bienemy and Kellen Moore. The I list stops and, and ends there. What, you know what? You know what confuses the fuck out of me, and this might be just like a. I understand football. I want to preface that, but I don't know the X's and O's as well as Joe does. So I would like to preface that. You know what confuses the fuck out of me? Offensive coordinators are smart. There's a reason you're at the NFL position. Like we give Josh McDaniel shit, but he's a generally smart football mind. He would not be a coach or coordinator at the NFL level if he was not. Especially with Bill. If you see what other teams are doing well, and of, of course it relies on personnel. I get it. But just being creative. You're telling me you can't just copycat some of the shit Kellen Moore is doing. You can't be like, oh, I know what he's running. Like, I'm, I can, I'm read. Joe fucking does it. Joe's like, oh, Kellen Moore just ran this. What the fuck? That's like, that's, that's hot. You're telling me Josh McDaniels can't just look at a Dallas Cowboys all 22 coaches hate and be like, I see what he's running. We could build that in with John. You're t- why can't you just take shit? Why is so why do you struggle with creativity? It's, it's hidden. It's I would say it's it's just don't be stupid. Yes and no because when you're when you're watching all twenty two, you can see from this look they got to here, but you don't know how they coached it, and you don't know what the re- what is like the thing is. So like it's like it happens all the time, and I watch like I love watching. Um, all 22 breakdowns on YouTube, like shout out the QB school, uh, Tim Jenkins, like a bunch of guys that J. do it. J.T. O'Sullivan. J.T. O'Sullivan, QB school. Love that dude. Love uh, Tim Jenkins elite. Nice show. Um, but both those guys, like they'll say it all the time. It's like from what I'm seeing, Kurt Warner does it too now and I watch some of his. Like he'll show you stuff and be like, from how I was taught, this is what my read progression would be, but I'm not in the room. I don't know what they're telling the kid to do. So... Sometimes he'll look at them and they look breaking out quarterbacks. Be like, you know, I would have gone. You know, you're running cover three and you got a dagger concept on the right hand side. So you got the streak and you got the big in the big inner basic route. That's going to be like a 20, 15, 20 yard in. That cover three outside third is going to carry the streak and you're going to get that that guy coming across the middle wide open. Usually, that's he would be like, okay, like that's what I would be looking at on single high. Like that's where my mind goes. But I don't know if that's what they've coached him to do. They might want to attack this. Because there's side so of the many field. nuances. Well, also. So that's part of it. Is just, you just don't know. I don't what think thinking. I don't think Josh McDaniels is taking plays from other teams. I think he's taking plays from like Army and Navy games, like Bill Belichick does. Fair. Because isn't that where that's where they got the uh, eligible receiver thing they for the from, Ravens they game? From, they got it from a college they game. They got it from a Navy game. Yeah. 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 And the other thing too is that like when it comes to like the NFL level too, is part of it is like there's a whole bunch of stuff. Like some of it's like you're at that level because you're an elite play caller. Some of it's you're an elite play designer. 
Some of it's that you understand okay. how to get the most out of who you have. Play like, caller, because in the there's a lot the of different things that go into like why you might be at that so level. Yeah, like, you might you might not be the most creative play designer and realize like, but, oh, if I coach them all to do these things, like this is how we can run stuff. Versus like, flay, I'm smart game. at knowing what to do at yeah. the time. The flow of the game. Okay. The flay. The flow. The flow. I flay. But that's a good point. Josh is usually known as a guy who can call the plays right in the middle of the game, but he might not be as creative as Kellen Moore Monday through fucking Saturday. Oh, I think I think. Josh is. I think it's the other way around with Josh. I think he really stepped it up. Oh no! I think I think Josh is. Josh is creative enough money through Saturday. No, no. I think I think Josh is very good at designing plays that work, and he's bad at deciding when to use them. I Mm. I just I I thought it was I thought it was the inverse. I assume a lot of like the double pass stuff comes from him, right? Yeah. Yeah, No. Think about even even when you think about like the double pass comes from absolutely. Like I got bitched and moaned the other like a couple weeks ago about when they ran the like against the Texans. They went what they do three straight screens in the red zone, the double screen that was icing on the cake in the moment. Yeah. But in the right time, that was, it's super, like, you think about that, like, if you know a team thinks you're going to run a screen and it's like, okay, you slide out the two right linemen on the right-hand side, it looks like a swing screen to that side, but then, oh, just kidding, it's actually a tight end screen the other way. Like, that's super creative. It's yeah. just like, you have to know when to fucking do it. Okay, I, right, so I I've always that. thought it was the other way around with Josh, I've personally. Always, I've always just figured, like, because a lot of the Patriots slow start sometimes, like, the first, we all know the first 10 to 12 plays on offense are scripted. You, you figure those out. You yeah, and that also, to me, partially feels like he doesn't play know design. how to script them. It's like he can say this play here is creative and will work in the right moment. So I, just, I can't figure out when to do it. Oh, so I figure that different. I think of that differently. I think of like you can't figure out how to use it, but in the flow of the game, when he gets into a flow, he knows what he's calling. That's when like Josh heats up and then it's like, all right, I figured out something that works. We're going to attack it. But I just feel like coming into the game, it's like he's too fucking stupid design wise to know. How I want to best execute without getting into the flow of the game and knowing. No, see, how I, I've play. always felt like Josh creates good plays, and it's just like when yeah, when do like, they get used? I feel like you could say the same thing defensively for the Patriots, because like maybe like Steve Belichick and like Gerard Mayo are good at. I like, never know but how they to don't Steve and Gerard, but they don't they don't know how to like call the plays or whatever, and that's why like Bill might have to take over for a few possessions, like to kind of straighten the ship or whatever. That year where Bill yeah. was a defensive coordinator was crazy. That shit was wild. That was just Bill. Oh, and they went Belichick. to Amoeba defense covers no, zero that was, all that the was time. That was a master class. I, I, to this day, believe that that was all Brian Flores. No, it was after Brian Flores left. Belichick, so 2019. Flores took the Miami job and before they promoted Mayo and C. Belichick, Belichick was calling the plays. Yeah. Was that was crazy. the first. That was the first boogeyman year, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was 2019. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. after Florida, and then it, and then it fell. The wheels fell off at the end of the year but because the defense was elite. Yeah, because Belichick was calling all the was, plays. They were they were historically elite for yeah, the first like, handed, eleven games. Then they handed it off to Steve and Gerard, and there was a di- bit of a downshift. But for the beginning of the year, Belichick was calling all the plays, getting them up to speed. I think that was the problem with the start of this year's yeah. defense. Is like, but yeah. we'll circle back. Coin hey. for my enemy take. Coin. Uh, yeah, don't let him leave the building. How many, how many are we doing? Takes. That's it. We're that was three. Oh, that's that's three. Okay. No, no, no. That was it. Like, I just, oh. I never, we never wrapped it up. I'm giving that's coin, P enemy. Yep. Yeah. Coin, coin. P enemy is, yeah, one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. Should be. Right. Uh, Those should are, have uh, a head coach. Oh, yeah. Dan Campbell, also one of the best. Any, uh, Dan Campbell? Any, any closing <laughs> thoughts? Any closing thoughts? Any, uh, um, this is like surprisingly not as long as we thought it would be for four people. Um, I'll say, <laughs> I'm coughing. I guess, that's my, that's my take. Just to go back to the Patriots real quick. I'll say that I do think they're really going to step up these like big games. I think they're they're going to be really really good. I hope so. I think they have balls. This team has balls. I yeah. think that they'll lose at least one game to the Bills and that's it. They're winning out the rest of the I, way. That's what, no, that's what I, I said. That's ballsy. I like I like I like the ballsy out of that though. But I yeah. think it's think it's a little. I don't know. I'd have to see more. 
I like I, the defense. I like the way it's going. I like going. the defense. Just, so, I know they haven't played a ton I of just, people yet. I think they're playing the most physical ball in, in football right now. They're getting in the post. The, the Jason Tatum bully yeah. ball. Bully that ball. Bitch. Yeah, he's really driving his shoulder into the defender. No, uh, I, I reject the team as nuts. I'm just glad. I think my closing thoughts is I'm just glad Zach said that I know more X's and O's than he does. Of course you do. I don't know. When you're like, you should watch these J. Joe Sullivan things. It's cool. It's like, I fucking love watching those. But halfway through, it's like, imagine I just understood half the shit he was saying. That'd be pretty dope. Like, <laughs> oh, can I just say? I wish I knew what a pre-diagnosed coverage is. I did have a couple backup takes, and I'll just get them out of the way right now. Ready? You can hold them. You can save them. Unless they're time sensitive. No, 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 no. I, I don't. I, there's no like, you know, All backup. Right, so, so instead of elaborating, yeah, just, just say the titles then. Okay. So there are two uh, NBA takes. Uh, one is the Bulls are a sleeper finals pick. Okay. Pretty good one. Okay. And then another one is the Suns are going to go back to the finals. Okay. And then two uh, Patriot or two uh, football ones. Patriots go to the Super Bowl. Somebody already said that, so that's fair. Thank you. Um, and then the Rams figure it out and go to the Super Bowl. I think they're a sneaky little Maybe NFC Stafford's team. Stafford's lost it. Stafford's cooked. Yeah, here we go. I, I think got, we'll see it oh, today. I, mean, it, I don't even think it matters. I mean, they got Jared Goff to I think we'll. I think we'll see it today. Stafford could, like, lose okay. his mind and they could still get there. But Goff was efficient in that offense. I think yeah, really, Stafford could be, like, a fraud and still get there. I, I think you'll really Goff's see it today against against Green Bay. Right. You'll He'll see whether or not they're legit. The magic number is four. I need four picks today, boys. Jeez, Miles is four betting. picks. That's Miles' closing thought. Magic number is four. four picks. $2,600. Four interceptions? Nope. Oh, you I have four picks. Four, four I need, four all right, let's hear the parlay. Dolphins plus two. I need the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus three. I need the Patriots just straight up, and then Money I need line. the Packers plus one. So the Packers have to win right. by one? Yeah, so it's, a, it's basically a pick. Oh, yeah, I know, the yeah. Dolphins plus two against Carolina. That's a p- uh, Tampa minus three against the Colts. Colts are sneaky. They could be a... Dark horse. Those are good lines, though. That's like basically just straight pickups for all the yeah. way through, with because how small the lines are. Lines, Almost. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't know wish me luck. The... Best of luck. Thanks, guys. Where is the outro? There it is. Also, Philadelphia. I just want to say real quick, they'll probably end up smashing the Giants because uh, yeah, I picked Philly in the pick'em this week in my league. Philly minus three and a half. Philly pick'em over the Giants. Absolutely. Chargers also going to kill the Broncos. Alrighty, we'll see y'all next we week. We are Greeks. Love you guys.